Floor Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Seven oh six on your Tuesday morning, the all new This Morning with Jalen and Daryl and Morley too. Seven oh six. Let's uh, get you set up for the next festival. It it's almost it, it's almost enough to make your head swim. Oh yeah, the amount of things that they're hard to do. And one literally right after the other. I was kind of half thinking to myself, oh, we get through Heritage Festival, uh-huh. and Big Valley Jamboree, Pigeon Lake Music Festival, uh, the Air Show, all yep. that stuff, and then we'll probably get about a week before we get into the next one. Yeah. And then what? No, no, no. Yeah, days. Couple days. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Edmonton Folk Music Festival kicks off uh, August tenth, which is what third. Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, running, of course, on Gallagher Hill in Edmonton. You get to see some of the best folk music from around the world. Terry Wickham has been producing this show for ever now. He joins <laughs> us this morning. Hi, Terry. The eternal Good Terry morning. Wickham. <laughs> How many That's- years now, Terry? Uh, this is 35. 35. How do you try to keep it new, fresh, different every year? Well, we've tried to improve every year. If we go back, way back to 93, we we extended into the west part of the park and added, you know, added stages and cut out sound bleed and added a Thursday night. But we look at small changes. Last year, we, you know, introduced, you know, you could drink beer. You could bring your beer with you all around. Um which was a new thing instead of corralling people in a beer tent. And uh, it led to more responsible drinking, actually, because so, people weren't waiting an hour to get in. Mm. Uh, give me an idea. I know you have so many uh, repeat customers, repeat fans, people who it's part of, they set aside this, this weekend in their summer every single year. How many are sort of repeats, uh, old standbys, and how often are you able to attract some newer people? I don't even know if you'd have a percentage or even if you'd know, but I'm just trying to get an idea as to how many new people get attracted to this event. You know, we you know we don't track that. We 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 rarely do surveys or, or anything. But I think what keeps it fresh is new music all the time. And last year we introduced you know people like the National and the War on Drugs. And I'm you know anecdotally I'm and you know realistically I'm very sure that that brought us a new audience coming back after the uh, the pandemic. So it's keeping the music fresh, current, new, exciting. Hopefully. Um, and we have a lot of a lot of new artists this year too. Terry, I want uh, Terry. I wonder though too, just how much um, the venue, the site, just the vibe of it all, just keeps people returning as well. You know, I studied festivals for a long time, and and there's two things you have to do: it's what you do and where you do it. Yeah. You know, imagine if the fringe was held somewhere else; it wouldn't be the same. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with any festival that's successful. You have to have a great venue, and you have to have a great product. Mediocrity doesn't cut it these days in entertainment. You have to be top class. Um, so yeah, it's. In fact, the city moved us there. We were the first festival festival was held in Goldbar Park, mm-hmm. which is right beside the sewage treatment plant, apart from anything else. <laughs> and uh, the city moved us there because people didn't want us there. And at the time, uh, the producer at the time thought, we can't hold a festival here. But in actual fact, it's a perfect venue. It's mm-hmm. got hills for, you know, just about all the stages. It's got a great view of the River Valley. Edmonton shows Edmonton at its best, I think. You know what? It's uh, You get the view of the River Valley, but then the pictures you see are the view of the festival, right? You Amazing. see the people on the hill and the lights and the stage. And I mean, as far as selling Edmonton, that visual <laughs> does it every single time, I think. 
Well, you know, a lot of festivals, they concentrate on one demographic, you know, 18 to 30 or whatever that is. And I think the beauty of a folk festival in Edmonton in particular is to see all the families, you know, from two months old to 90 years old or more. Um, and, you know, that means you don't have any violence. You don't have any Woodstock uh not the old Woodstock, but the the new wood, the, yeah, the new recent. Woodstock, where it just they just tore the place down, and you don't get that. So, like last year, we had zero police incidents uh, to deal with, even with alcohol and everything like that. So, yeah, I'm very proud of the audience and and. Uh, you know, how they treat the festival and our volunteers. I mean, there's dozens and hundreds of volunteers now helping us get this this big lift. It's a big community. It's, it's how a community comes together. Terry, uh, who are you um, excited about seeing this year? New. Well, I think we kick off in a great way. I tried to get them last year, but they weren't available. But uh, Daka Braka from... Uh, from Ukraine, uh, given everything that's going on, will be a great kickoff to the festival. Um, but, you know, people like Ben Harper, uh, mm-hmm. Abi, who's a, a new indigenous artist that's coming out and making waves. Uh, there's so many. We have about 60. We have a, a big, uh, it's called Nigamon. Uh, it's, uh, I think it means song in Cree. Uh, we have, a, you know, a, a good relationship, uh, you know, uh, a building there over the years now so there's just many things to look forward to yeah uh, you know what uh, also there's no way anybody would refer to the Edmonton Folk Music Festival as being quote unquote mainstream mm-hmm. there are an awful lot of people that an awful lot don't know about that is that part of the appeal I know that you end up adding a lot of patrons that show up and they have a very well rounded musical uh, you know encyclopedia that they like to go through but part of the fun is finding somebody that even some of those diehard music fans have never heard of before well you know that's what we spent a lot of our winters listening to all these new people and the world is not short of talent uh, that's for sure so the, the people say it'll they'll come down for the big names and we certainly mix it no one's going to say van morrison is a folk artist but does he have an influence absolutely. was he influenced by folk music absolutely most musicians are um so yeah we we we, we look for nice surprises and this i think like Something like seventy percent of the artists have never played the festival before mm. this year, so it's a it's a real commitment to new artists this year. And Terry, are there any tickets left? Uh, there's a few left for Thursday night uh, when we'll have Feist and Watch House and Daka Braka. Um, there's about mm, just around five hundred tickets left, but that's out of fifty six thousand tickets, so that's pretty good. So the rest of it is, is all sold out Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Weekend passes sold out the first day, and Saturday sold fairly quickly after that, and Sunday as well. Friday took a while, but we knew we'd get there uh, because we had the Fleet Foxes and many other fine artists that night. And uh, Thursday is is traditionally a harder, bit of a harder sell, but uh, yeah, if you want, if you've never tried the festival, come down and try it. Bring your kids; they're free, under twelve, and teenagers are half price. So, uh, but how do we get in if there's no tickets left, man? Well, you could try Thursday. That's about it. And we do have a we have a swap board through okay. uh, Light where if you have a ticket and you can't go at the last minute, something happened, there's plenty of people out there that'll grab it up and you'll get your money back. Uh, so if you go on our website, it'll it'll show you all the details. Do you still do the running of the tarps thing? No, unfortunately, that's a liability thing. If you put a prize, if you put a prize, in other words, if you run down here the fastest, you will get the best seats. If you put that prize there and then something happens, you're liable. Ah. And so it is, yeah, it's, I've, I saw some spectacular kind of falls and uh, some of the most 
athletic thing I've ever seen in my life is a guy did a whole completely 360 kind of thing. He just he 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 kind of fell and then he was he wasn't running down the hill. He was bounding and then he got back and he got back up and he won. He got he got down there first. I couldn't believe it and I thought, oh man. You know yeah, all you no, need. All you needed to do was add a cheese wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it, well, it, it was exciting. It was fun. But, you know, someone broke their ankle because they were oh, walking across while everybody yep. was running down and oh, no. those kind of things. So, yeah, we, we have pipers, you know, bagpipers, pipe them in, and it's all kind of organized and, and fair. Uh, you know, the thing is, we don't separate people by money. If you, everybody pays the same. There's no VIP tickets, which most festivals do and make a lot of money on. Uh, but our audience wouldn't go for that, and we're very democratic that way. If you come up early in the morning, you can get the best seats. That's not the case if you go to a show at the Jubilee. It's all, you know, yeah. raked, uh, you know, depending on price, how close you want to sit to the artist, that kind of thing. Uh, you've got a great forecast for the looks of it, and that always makes sense. You guys, you guys power through whether it's raining or not, but it's always nice to have a great forecast. It looks like it's going to work out for you, so enjoy. That's my mantra, you know, good good weather forecast and good sales, and I'm a happy man. There you go. Terry Wickham, all the best. Can't wait to see the pictures from the hill. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. take it easy. Bye-bye. So uh, if you want to find out more, all you have to do is go to edmontonfolkfest.org. Uh, you can find out more about the uh, the ticket exchange that they have on there yeah, as if well. If one shows up, you bet. Uh, what is still available, there's, as mentioned, for that Thursday night, some single tickets still available. So if that's uh, something that blows your skirt up, get at her. <laughs> uh, isn't it amazing that it sells out so quick and so, so every year, it seems like it does. It's, it's just an amazing thing. I, I've, I've, never been, yep. I've never been to the Folk Music Festival. That's a lot of people in one spot, and that... Yeah. Off yeah, it does a little bit, but I love hearing about it and seeing some of the videos from it and seeing some of the pictures from it. Yeah. I think you nailed it, Daryl, when you said it, it and, and Terry as well said some of those pictures with the city in the backdrop, with the lights, a beautiful sunset, just showcases the city in such a beautiful way. Incredibly, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's fun, man. It's coming. <laughs> Maybe Thursday you can pop in. Feist is the headliner on Thursday night. 7.16 here on This Morning with Jalen and Daryl. This morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Supported by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Mm, interesting choice of tunes this morning. Very, very sort of ethereal. Sort of like out there somewhere. Uh, coming up on 720. Hey, uh, Jaylen, last week while you were off, uh, we had the police chief on. Uh, he was on because we were talking about so there were some national crime stats uh, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. came out. So we, uh, Chief Dale McPhee joined me uh, last week Uh-oh. and had a conversation. So but we went through and we had that conversation and it was a really good one. It was a serious one. But at the end of it, I did have to sort of bring know, I guess a less serious matter. Uh, at some point, you and I are going to have to have a chat about you guys stealing Jalen and I from me because this is... This is <laughs> you. I know, you're, I know you're armed, but I'm still going to have to have a chat with you. 
<laughs> Sounds good, though. We very much look forward to Jalen. But uh, as, uh, as I've said before, you and I need to keep this going and, and uh, so we can inform Edmontonians just uh, how we need to work to, to help make their communities base safer and obviously more livable and uh, yeah. enjoy their communities. So thank you very much. All right. Cheers. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. He biting too hard on that one, eh? Well, like, he bit <laughs> a little bit. He laughed. Yeah, I know you're armed there, pal, but uh, anyway. So it's... <laughs> I figured it was, uh, had, it, it was required. I Actually, I got a text in and go, well, where did it go, Daryl? I thought for sure you'd take him to task for stealing Jay. And uh, I said, yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> just give me some time. Give me some time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we, we have uh, today, tomorrow, That's... Thursday and Friday. Between, between the two of us. Between me and you. And Morley has today and tomorrow today with and tomorrow. all three of us. Yep. And then Monday he's with me. And Monday he's with you, yep. but I'm not. Yep. And, and then, then you're then I'm on my own for the yeah, last week. Y'all yeah. suck. Hey, yeah. here's, your, here's your last week. At, it's kind uh, of sad. You got to go out all by yourself. It eh? does. <laughs> Shows you how mad we are. I guess. Hey, you come into this world alone and you leave it alone. Oh my gosh, right? Yeah, but yeah, well, we'll see what you end up well, doing. I've I told you, I've Chedville. You have so. Chedville, and I told you I'd call in on the Friday on your last. Oh day. yeah, okay. Well, thanks. 18th of August, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm on vacation, and I'm still willing to call oh, you. <laughs> what a guy! Nice what a guy! That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I. I think Dr. Gans is going to pop in on one day. I think okay, I might good. talk to some of you know some of my favorite guests from over the years yeah. at, at one point. So, I'll, so I'll it's a few from Hamilton for a couple of days too. No, so okay, talk to you. That's so. awesome. No, it'll no. be like a throwback to uh, Jalen's favorite things. It'll be Jalen's favorite guests. Yeah, I know. But then I was like, who? And then I'm trying to figure out who those guests are. And who right? makes the cut and who's going to be hurt if they're not one of your favorites. Huh? <laughs> now you're hooped. Now you're screwed. That we could go back through a whole lot of old co-hosts. Huh? <laughs> Some of them anyway. Well, <laughs> go back at Gary, Gary James. Gary James, Mark Schultz. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a fun uh, that'd be a fun go around. But yeah, but then anyway. they'd be they'd be loose cannons on here like like they weren't before anyway. <laughs> What? I'd have to get Gary. Gary's living the dream out in Kelowna now. Oh, right? is that where he's so, living? Yeah, I'm not waking him up to bug him to do <laughs> I that. Would. So anyway, we'll just we'll just have some fun. And we'll we'll figure it out. And um, anyway, we were talking about festivals mm-hmm. um, and how some people really love them. Like the, my massage guy loves festivals. He goes, any kind of music festival. He, he goes like specifically like festivals. He says, next time we see, I'm going to tell you about the next festival. Mm-hmm. Is that? The Beaumont Blues Festival, the Pigeon Link Music Listen Festival. Listen to there. this one, though. It is the Bourbon and Beyond Festival in <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> when are you booking your flight? Brandy Carlisle, Train, Ooh. Buddy Guy, Mavis Staples. Buddy um, Guy. You know, The Killers, Duran Duran, Hoosier, Bastille, Wayne Newton. What? Uh, Wayne Newton, the Black Keys, the Black Crows, wow. Bruno Mars, John Baptiste, who's one of my all-time favorite, Babyface. I mean, that's just to name a few. That's even more eclectic than our mixtape. Yeah. And like, it's, that's uh, all over the place. I mean, it is absolutely spectacular. How did Wayne Newton get in there? I What's the know. deal with that? I don't One know. of these things just doesn't belong. I don't know, but once they said they booked him, he said, Dunk a Shane. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Gotta figure out which face I'm That's a long bring, way to go right? to set that up. I but know, anyway, so. <laughs> I was just like, that to me is a festival that. Uh, well, that's, yeah. gets my attention. That's buddy guy, buddy guy, would be great. I love seeing him. The uh, when I was doing hockey, the Oilers stayed at a mm-hmm. hotel called the Drake Hotel, which mm-hmm. is right downtown. And there's a, a restaurant bar in the basement called the Cock Door, and uh, Buddy Guy played in it all the time. Oh, really? And we go, you know, we say, okay, we're gonna meet at we're gonna meet at whatever time to go for dinner. I always go down 15 minutes earlier, sit in the bar, and listen yeah, to Buddy, buddy Guy. Oh, oh my gosh. The Golden Rooster. Yeah. Uh, hmm. 
The Golden Rooster? Is that what it would be? Le Coq d'Or? Yeah, yeah. C-O-apostrophe-Q, I think, is how well, they spell it. sounds like it'd be the Golden Rooster. That's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> yeah, let's just keep it at that one. Yeah. We'll keep it at that yeah, one. Yeah, 